Welcome to the Planted Mindset Podcast, episode 23. And today I'm delighted to be joined by Luke Fishball, a lifestyle chef and personal trainer. He runs his own local fitness business in addition to training MW Fitness clients, helping them to achieve their personal fitness and nutritional goals. So welcome, Luke, to the podcast. Hi there. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. And you? Yeah, I'm very well, really well. Good, good. So Luke, could you tell the audience just a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, well, um, of of the older generation, Natasha, so I'm not that that's got anything to do with it. So I was 52. um, And when I was about the age of 50, I I decided for, say, a lifestyle change for myself. I was formerly a chef. Um, and I had a restaurant, um, which with my wife, um, Sue, we ran for 22 years. So I was 30 years a chef, 22 of those in, in the restaurant business. Um, but it, then it got to the point where I, I, I love what I did, but I felt, I guess I felt really tired. Um, and I was looking to the next five years. You kind of say, what's, what's the next five years? What's the next 10 years? And I, and I kept thinking to myself, I, I, do I want to be doing this? Um, is there something else? And Sue kept nagging me. She said, why don't you do something else? But I kind of said, well, what do I do? And I couldn't, I couldn't really see what I wanted to do. Um, cut a long story short, we, 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 we sold the restaurant. Um, and it wasn't until the actual, the deal went through, I kind of sat down with a cup of tea. And I thought, what do I really enjoy? Um, I've always loved sport. So sport has been my maybe my number one, you know, cooking and food, my number two. And I just thought, can I combine the two? Um, and I, I retrained. I, I took a, a PT course. I retrained um, and I loved it. And, and that has set me up to, to where I am now. So, you know, I do train, you know, personal clients. I work out of uh, the MW Fitness Studio. Also, I do um, some work for my cousin, uh, lifestyle studios as well in in, in Gough Soap, Cuffley. Um, and I try and combine my my years as a chef um, with with nutrition and helping people to, to cook and eat better as well. Um, and that whole kind of maybe lifestyle approach to things, um, you know, maybe readdressing where people are going wrong, getting people back into fitness. Um, I generally find you know, I, I, I seem to gravitate more to kind of say 40 plus um, age group. Um, but any, you know, and, 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 and that's why I am at the moment. Um, so I'm, I've really enjoyed the change. I think I've embraced the change. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm just looking forward to, to, as I get older, you know, helping people get their fitness, get their nutrition sorted out a little bit but enjoy life as well. And that's the key to it. I don't, you know, I'd hate people yeah. to see, you know, the, 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 the lifestyle changes they've got to make as this almost dark purgatory. cloud that's yeah. Yeah, as purgatory. Mm. Uh, and I, it doesn't need to be like that. No, I, I mean, we've got so many um, common, commonalities there, Luke, because obviously you know that I did the same, completely retrained. Um, I think you hit the same one and two as me of a lover of fitness and then food. And like you said, that it's a, mind, a mindset and a, a healthy lifestyle. So we're on the same page. Again, obviously, we are veterans in our, our field, so to speak. That's, that's right. And we're trying to help uh, people navigate that change and that it's not too late because a lot of people do tend to think, oh, well, this is where I'm at. Um, you know, it's only going to go downhill. Um, I'm not going to be able to get my fitness back. I'm not going to be able to lose weight and, and, and start accepting that. And that's so uh, such a defeatist attitude because it, it doesn't need to be that way. And age is just a number. And, and like you, we're trying to advocate a um that there is opportunity as role models ourselves to to be fit for life do you agree i i totally agree yeah and i think um you know during this period as well it's it's really kind of i think made us all think about our own health um you know and and can we improve it um can we improve what we're eating and i think generally speaking for most people it is a yes and it and it's then how we we approach it um 
and and you know you like me i mean you know i wake up every morning and people say to me but i ache every morning and i say so do i it's <laughs> so just do I. <laughs> it, it's just it's just a case of getting old but actually once you get up and you start moving around you know we we loosen up but we've got to keep moving you know we've yeah. got to keep moving um, use it or lose it use it or lose it yeah and i think and, and, and mentally as well, you know, any form of exercise is, is, is so good physically, but mentally as well. And, and just, and it does change people, you know, you can see it, you know, you, you know, like yourself when you've, when you've trained people, maybe when you speak to them at the beginning and they're kind of, yeah, I'm not feeling, maybe feeling a bit sluggish today. And then after you've trained, um, they're, they're, they're almost, they're, they're, they're G'd up, they're, they're buoyed up and they're enthusiastic. And it just has that, effect um but the the key is is being able to just keep keep doing it keep doing it and and not trying to set yourself massive goals all the time it's almost just little bite-sized pieces all the time and and i sometimes see it as like a a, the the an onion or the the layers of an onion Mm, you know you, you just keep building it up all the time and that accumulation and that slow accumulation um in, in, the, in the exercise you're doing and maybe what you're eating, trying to combine the two and you'll get the results. But you've yeah. got to build it up. You've got to build it up. There's no point trying to crash. Uh, otherwise, we just crash and burn, don't we? We try and do everything too quickly. Um, it is a, as you say, it's a lifestyle change and it's something we want to take forward um, yeah. as so we what move do you, forward. What do you find, Luke, is uh, like your clients? They're, they're obviously, they're in our age group. Uh, they come yeah. to you maybe having done every diet under the sun um, and they've got their struggles. What would you say are their biggest struggles at the moment? And what are you um, sort of proposing to them uh, or what do you start them off with? Because like you say, we have to break these goals down for them mm-hmm. into bite-sized pieces because a lot of people jump in with two feet um, and go hell for leather and then and then and then crash and burn they either get injured yeah. or they get fed up yeah. or they lose motivation and we're a little yeah. bit more slowly slowly catchy monkey as it's yeah. got to be lifestyle rather than than a, a sprint finish so if you could perhaps expand a little bit on on your demographic of client so as i can mention i think I, it generally is let's say 40 plus um and one of the the biggest ones is, is um, you know, weight loss. They, they've gained pounds over the years. You know, that could be, you know, as, as you start a family, that type of thing. And your time gets less and you're dedicating time to the family um, and, and the pounds start to build up. And there seems to be this um, almost ever decreasing circles. You're, you're trying to tackle it, but you just seem to be gaining weight. So that, that's a, a big issue. Maybe as time goes on as well, people pick up little injuries, niggles along the way, and that's been preventing them. Um, and so I, I, I kind of go in it, into it. Obviously, I'd like to know a little bit about them, their backgrounds, and um, you know, any, any, any injuries or any um, discomforts they're having. Um, and then just try and, but first of all, you know, when we start training, is to make it fun. Um, yeah, and by fun, I mean, you know, if we can, um, if it's a one-to-one and, uh, and I'm with them, which, you know, has been difficult over the last few weeks, obviously, you know, when we've, we've been in lockdown, um, is, is, is getting, and I found doing um, my, my training over Zoom, I'm joining in with them at the same time. I find it much easier to do the exercise with them. So they're watching me do it and I'm watching them do it. Um, they're seeing you sweat it, then <laughs> they're seeing me sweat and i'm out of breath as well and i yeah. think there is that then there is that common uh, almost like denominator well. yeah rapport is that you know it's almost like having a buddy uh, mm. you know like a gym buddy a workout buddy that, that that you're that you're working out together and you're both sweating together um, and i'm kind of watching their technique and their form first and foremost um and then obviously when you, you know, now we can get outside, obviously you can see them in the flesh. Um, so I think, uh, I would say fun that they actually want to come back. You know, they, there's, I, I've, I feel as though they've got to enjoy it. I, I really want their hour or half an hour to, if I say zip by, I mean, one of the nicest comments I can get sometimes is, 
an hour or half an hour seems to go so quickly. But when I say to them 10 seconds to go, they think, oh my word, how, how come 10 seconds seems so long, but an hour goes so quick? That's um, so true, yeah. And I think that's, you know, then maybe we're, we've, we've had a good session. Um, within the session, in between the breaks, you know, in, in between the breaks of the, of, of, the, of the sets, the routines that we're doing, then try and just pick little bits of information. And, and my go-to one, and I'm terrible for it, what have you got for dinner tonight? You know, <laughs> um, first of all, I'm fascinated to know. And then they'll say the same to me and we can maybe exchange some ideas and I can, you know, and they may say, I'm, I'm stumped with this. You know, I keep, you know, is there anything else I can do with it? And, and having that background as a chef and I can say, well, try it, you know, try doing it that way. Um, uh, just a recent one was, um, you know, people loving, or a client loving, it was say like a, a spaghetti bolognese. Um, and I said, well, instead of making it with mints, which I find, you know, can be very heavy. Um, why not replace the mint with, with the pre-cooked lentils and just do it in exactly the same way. So make your ragu or your mints as you would do, but make it with lentils instead of mints. Um, yeah, and it's so much lighter. Uh, and I have, because I'm yeah, so. Um, and it, and it and it works so well and it, it, you know next time she came in she said i did that and it was it was fantastic um so and then you kind of and it's, it's getting the, the client's confidence isn't it um yeah. and and being on that journey with them i think as a personal trainer you want to be it is personal to them so you you know it's almost like you become their hairdresser in a way you know mm. you you're going to find out um you know, the ups and the downs and, and, and you're going to be the ones who try and pick them up when they're down. Um, and, and, you know, if things aren't, if they're quite not hitting their goals, you know, you've got to just reset them. Um, but always, you know, to, to their needs and, and the exercises to, to their needs at the same time, you know, being able to push as well, being able to push when you know they need to be pushed and being able to pull it back just a little bit. If you, if you feel that, you know, the technique is just suffering because of the, the exercise they're doing um and you, you really just trying to trying to get to know them as as best you possibly can without getting so intimate that you actually spend an hour um talking and actually not doing any work which you know yeah. sometimes you can see happening to you know around and um, and so you're trying to get that balance all the time between um you know the work rate and getting that heart rate up as well um a little bit of perspiration on the forehead. I must admit, I'm, you know, I, I love to see a bit of perspiration. Um, oh God, yeah, yeah. And you've got to have them working a little bit. You've got to have them working. You know, you've got to fit, you've got to get that heart rate up. Um, and then finishing off, as we do at the beginning, you know, I like to. I did quite a lot of yoga um, a few years ago, and so I incorporate that in the at the beginning and the end of the session as well. Um, again, so as they we must get feel older. really enlivened. Um, the endorphins should be flowing and they feel, you know, not just from the exercise point of view, but that connection, that, that rapport that you have with them, that that is, you know, time for them because a lot of people don't really factor in enough time, me time. And obviously there's mm. the four pillars of health, which is obviously the sleep, nutrition, exercise and relaxation. And we're trying to hit all of those in, in a yeah. way but of a level that is doable, like you say, that they feel invigorated when they've yeah. finished. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, and um, it's interesting, you know, just this period we've been in because some people have um, taken to training online. Some people haven't taken to training online. And, and one of the, I think one of the reasons why they, they haven't taken to it is because you're almost, they whether they feel you're invading their space um, and you're going into their home. Um, also, they may have not, not, not a lot of space to train at home and there's other people at home as well. And so they feel very self-conscious about it. So that's another you know, big factor with, with exercise and with training is, is, is getting past that self-consciousness. Um, and you, know, you see it in gyms all the time, you know, pe look, people looking at machinery thinking, well, how does that work? And I'd love to have a go on that, but I feel really conscious. Um, and I think it's a, as, as again, as a personal trainer, it's, it's trying to 
it is is breaking that barrier is, yeah. is saying really it's not uh, let's say let's say you know, no one's worried really um we're all well, in the same boat here yeah, I've said yeah. to clients before, look, you have to realize that actually people are more interested in themselves than others. They, they're looking at you, but they're looking through you. They're not, yeah, you know, yeah. so as soon as you can uh, conceptualize that they're not interested, then you can. And once you get into the zone and, and, and that's when you have their attention, they too tend to, I think as a, as a personal trainer, when you're in a gym setting, it's almost like you give them a cloak of insecurity invisibility <laughs> yeah I, I think so and, conf- and that confidence so that's that they feel well I'm with my personal trainer so therefore they they their guard comes down and, and they can focus but then obviously when you're not with them that fear and um anxiety sort of um reoccurs yeah yeah and and, and then you hope over time that you could that they are confident enough to to step into that gym or you know, and step in or step outside with their with their running kit on and and, and take themselves off for a a jog or you know um, a little go outside in the garden do a little hit session themselves or something like that um, and so the and and that's what exercise does isn't it I think it and it, it builds those layers of confidence all the time and we're helping them build these layers of confidence so they can go out and and do it themselves they may always need a personal trainer. You know, a lot of people like training um, because it pushes them and they, yeah, you, you know, can never train uh, hard yourself as, as you do. Yeah, that's right. And, and even as personal trainers ourselves, like obviously we're making programs all the time, but it's so much more fun sometimes to be given a program that you don't know what's coming. Um, so obviously we will do the programs that we set out our clients. Um, but, I even, you know, even I find that I like doing other people's stuff. I mean, that is the nature of the beast, but it's mm. the accountability um, and that motivation that you're providing them consistently because it's, it's the, as you said, that journey um, and why a lot of people fall off is because they start and by all means, you know, anyone can do this themselves. They don't need to have a personal trainer. Uh, they don't need to have an online coach. And I would say that we are more coaches than, than just trainers, because like, as you said, we're, we're dealing with their mental state, their wellness, their health, their nutrition and their fitness um, and it's it's keeping them on that sort of path to that goal that they want to achieve. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, as you say, the coach is a good word because you can, you know, you, you, you're just kind of trying to lay seeds, you, you know, plant seeds in, in, in their mind, you know. Um, it, it could be anything, couldn't it? I mean, I was... Um, uh, you know, sh- sugar sometimes, is, you know, people say, you know, I think I'm eating too much sugar. And then I say, you know, it's, d- it's difficult to know without looking at a, you know, breaking down exactly what you're eating. But if you, if you take a daily allowance of 40 or 30 grams of sugar, now if I, I, my first thought my, is uh, go, go home if you can and just weigh out 30 grams of sugar and yeah. look at it because all of a sudden it makes you gulp and think that's not very much, is it? Um, and if you're having, you know, your, your regular teas and coffee in a day, and if you're putting a sugar into your tea and coffee, um, that 30 grams could easily be taken up just in what you're drinking. Um, There's so much hood, hidden, uh, sugar that's right. and salt yeah. in, in foods, yeah. uh, certainly obviously processed variety. Hence why yeah. we do advocate trying to, to eat as many unprocessed foods as possible. Obviously your well, wholesome I, foods. Yeah, you know, and and, that, and that's another angle I come from. Uh, just trying to, you know, just try and eat. If I say whole foods, um, and they, sometimes they say, "What what do you what do you mean by whole foods?" And I say, "Well, really, anything that doesn't have an ingredients list on it." Yeah. Um, you know, so a, a carrot is a carrot, an onion is an onion. Um, you know, broccoli is broccoli. Uh, of course, you can't do that kind of for every everything you eat um but if you could try and have that those guidelines in your head um so not trying to go all the time to the packet sources or as you say the processed foods which you know just naturally i say naturally i mean they are made to taste good and have a shelf life on them and so they are going to have lots of salt lots of sugar lots of preservatives to keep them on the shelf um 
interested to i'd like to ask your perspective obviously as a chef now notoriously you know sugar or or, or butter um mm. seasoning for a chef they are the go-to you like you say yeah if you are flavoring so how have you yeah. found it um coming from a chef to to make food obviously appealing not just how it looks but how it tastes and the texture all of those things to then bring in nutrition into fitness and obviously having to mediate those rounds how, how has that been yeah so it's a really i mean it's a good question and uh, i think you know if i put my back in the day when i put my kind of chef's hat on um it wasn't of course we were cooking i would say fresh food but the the most important thing um was really obviously how it tasted of course how it looked on the plate so it had to look visually appealing um and everything uh let's say was seasoned to the maximum um i mean i always used to think that the one of the not so much complaints, but the biggest kind of um, uh, put down for a chef is that your food's bland. And of course, then, so, you know, so you wanting to get everything out of the ingredient that, that you possibly could. And, you know, we know what stimulates the taste buds. It is going to be salt. It is going to be sugar. It is, And so you're always trying to maximize the flavor in a particular dish. Now, if you take a kitchen whereby i don't know they say let, let's say there's three or four chefs cooking at any one time um if everyone's doing that everyone's trying to get the maximum flavor out of everything they're cooking then you can see why um a dish can you know that which can be extremely tasty but can be very highly seasoned because everyone's trying to take everything to 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 its peak as it were um then you take that into the home situation so I try and keep things really simple. Um, and by that, um, I mean, as we said before, just keeping things to the whole ingredients. So starting from scratch, you know, and we, we you know, if we're making a, um, maybe like a little simple tomato sauce for a pasta dish or something like that. So we'll start maybe just, you know, sauteing off some onions or some shallots. We'll add some garlic. We maybe add some chili flakes or something like that. Um, I may go to then, you know, the tomatoes on the side and, and, and just get some whole tomatoes, chop them up, throw those in. Obviously, maybe a little bit of olive oil, um, maybe a bit of tomato puree, just a little bit in there. Obviously, that's quite quite high in, in, in concentrate. And, and really keep things really simple. Um, you know, you can get some herbs in there, some fresh herbs, or, if, you know, if you've just got a bit of dried herbs, some dried herbs. And everyone's, you know, it, when you're cooking it, and uh, I, during this kind of lockdown period, I've been doing some cook-alongs, um, and people have been following along, and and you can really make it a really tasty meal. Um, if I say very simply, just with a few ingredients, of course you're going to have to put a little bit of salt and a little bit of pepper in there, but you're the one who's doing it, and I think you're the one who's under con who who's got control over it, um, and even when we even I could, again, say, you know, just making bread. I mean, making bread at home really is, is a very straightforward process, very simple. You know, there's only really kind of three or four ingredients, flour, yeah. yeast, water, and, and a bit of salt. <laughs> um, and there you have your bread. Now, if you go to a, 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 a loaf of sliced white bread and then you read out all the ingredients, um, probably half of them you think, well, what, what is that? Um, but again, you know, we've got into the habit of, of, of doing this kind of thing because it is convenient and I eat sliced bread as well, but it is made to, to last. And the only reason it will last is everything else they put in it. Um, so, so again, it's just being mindful of the fact yeah, um, like that, word, that you know, if you could really with five ingredients, you know, you can make a really nice dinner. Um, and doesn't you don't need heaps and heaps of ingredients um, you know maybe keep your store cupboard if I say nicely stocked up so maybe like yourself I, I, I love the pre-cooked lentils I love the pre-cooked packs of rice um, because it's so quick they're so easy to add to something um, I did a little almost like a little stir fry for lunch just the other day and I bought some pre-cooked noodles 
um, just put a bit of stock in the bottom of a pan and I put some but even bought frozen vegetables. So I was doing it for somebody to almost show them how to create a, a really good lunch because the they were fed vegetables up. are like, you can buy them, obviously you can store them. Yeah. So you've got them on tap. So there's no yeah. excuse there to say, yeah. well, I haven't got vegetables because we need that's to right. have our five a day. But also they're fresher than the fresh produce. And I think that's what people may uh, overlook that, you know, they're picked at source. So the goodness yeah. is, is there. Yeah, and so the so it was a, a question got kind of put to me. They said, you know, obviously, you know, we're we're at home a lot. We're working from home. Um, gets to lunchtime, we, we are hungry, but of course, we're just making ourselves sandwiches all the time. You know, is there anything else I can do? So, and it was exactly that. I said, you know, go to the supermarket. You know, get some frozen veg because you can keep that in the freezer. It's not going to go off. Um, and they bought some frozen garlic, chopped up frozen garlic, chopped up frozen ginger. So keep that in the freezer as well. Pre-cooked noodles. Um, they had some chicken going through it as well. So we put a little bit of chicken stock in, but you could do it with vegetables, you know, vegetable stock. Um, put the vegetables in with the stock, the noodles and the chicken. I said, just bring it up to the boil, simmer it for about eight minutes, stir it all in. I said, just treat yourself. I, I like coriander. So oh, I, thought you know, you, I, was, chop, I was hoping you was going to say that because I was yeah. just going to say, get you got to chop up the stalk. Yeah, that's where all the flavour that, is. That's right. You know, chop some coriander, throw that in at the last minute, stir it all together, and you've got almost like a little stir fry broth, um, and it's tantalising it's so the taste buds. Tan- so. Yeah, and it's so and it's different. It's quick. It's nutritious, and the other thing, it it, it fills you up as well. So it, it's ticking lots of boxes um, and it's getting you away from as we all do sometimes we get into the habit don't we of, of, of maybe eating the same things at certain times um, and it's just about sometimes just just breaking those habits and giving yourself something different um, and it will only take I mean it probably take you as long as it would do to actually you know make a sandwich you know go to the fridge get all the fillings out um, and you've got everything there. Exactly. So and, that was, yeah, no, it was really good. A hot, a hot meal as well. I, I mean, I, I tend to have more, well, I, I do still do wraps and cold things and salad, but I tend to have more of a hot meal because I would make more. And this is one of those little hacks that you can do is make more in the dinner the night before to put yeah. in a tub to have for the lunch, obviously. Yeah. And then, it, and then there's no excuse to, to be going for the wrong choices because you've already got it ready for you. But I just want to ask you, obviously being a chef, you, you're, you're completely dialed into, you know, obviously cooking things that are in season and vegetables. Mm. And so where we are in June now, I mean, obviously everyone, everyone knows obviously British strawberries at the moment and, and tomatoes that will be coming in season. What would be the go-to vegetables that you'd say, right? You, you, because variety is a spice of life and they say that yeah. we should eat the color of the rainbow. What yeah. um, vegetables, herbs, things like that, would you advocate your, your clients to, to try? Because obviously some people, do get stuck in a rut mm. well i think we're still in the english asparagus season as well so yeah, i, love I mean I, I love asparagus and i think that's a really good vegetable to go to um the sprouting broccolis or broccoli but i i, I love the sprouting broccoli so it, it, you you don't have to just boil it you can almost pan fry it almost saute it and it, it will cook really quickly um the spring cabbages are coming in as you say, the strawberries, um, we, funny enough, we, we picked some just the other day um, and we got some lovely fresh strawberries and they're, they're tasting really good. Um, it's, it's kind of the start of the, kind of the green vegetable season, I always think. You know, soon we'll be coming into like the, the peas and, and, and the runner beans and the beans. So the green vegetables, um, especially you know if you can if you can see them there as you mentioned tomatoes um you know there's lots of you know british uh vine ripened tomatoes uh, and i'm a tomato fan i just love tomatoes um though those kind of things and then herb wise well, i think as you come into the the summer 
for me kind of basil really kind yeah. of um yeah kind of it, it just sings to you when the yeah. sun's out with tomato and <laughs> with tomatoes um i mean i one of my favorites is you know tomatoes with buffalo mozzarella basil a little bit of onion. olive oil some red onion yeah and you know uh, avocado as well yeah. I'm, in a, I'm a big fan of avocado so th- those kind of things and especially you know with the summer coming coming up we can make some lovely salads and i don't necessarily mean salads as in kind of the salad leaf i mean you can you know use your vegetables to create some some beautiful salads some cold salads beetroot um you know i'm, I'm i think not many you know, I think it's almost that forgotten vegetable, um, but some fresh beetroot roasted through the oven is it, it, absolutely delicious and so good, you know, so, you good well. so good for you, so good for you. Yeah, you're making and me it's hungry. Just, oh, and it's, uh, <laughs> it's making my it, mouth water. It, yeah, and it's exploring. I mean, cauliflowers as well. I mean, um, made a lovely cauliflower, like a cauliflower bhaji the other day. Um, and it, all these things, I mean, sometimes you think a cauliflower bhaji is almost like a side order, but, but if you incorporate it with a, I made some taka dal, so some, you know, some, some lentils, some split red lentils. So I made a taka dal and we had a little cauliflower bhaji on the side. Um, delicious. And as I say, these, you don't need the meat, don't need the fish. You've just got these lovely vegetables and pulses. Um, and just with a little bit of, you, you you do need to, you know, when you cook, you do need to give yourself some time. Um, and I think that's the biggest factor um, is that, you know, we, we're over the years, I guess we've become very time conscious and they're telling us to save time by, you know, buying this and, and, and that convenience food maybe and, you know, do it this, you know, buy that, just put it in the oven. And maybe, does it give us any more time? I'm not sure if it does. And do we but use it's that time wisely? the process, isn't it? Because the I whole point so. is, yeah. is to get rediscover a love of your kids yeah. and yeah. and sort of experiment. Don't be fearful, because I mean, I'm my my husband, as you know, um, he he'll say to me, "You can make a meal out of anything." <laughs> uh, I literally can with food, um, because I'm not fearful of putting ingredients together. And I think that's like experiment, just, just go with it. Um, you know, like any, I do follow recipes here and there, but a lot of the time um, I just make my own stuff because I think over time you, you'll get more experienced and you'll know what works and you'll be able to tweak it, but it's having that confidence to just try. Um, and when you start getting a few meals under your belt, you'll enjoy that process and you'll want to get out into the kitchen. And that's the point. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that's when I've done, you know, with these cook-alongs I've done and even talking to clients, if I'm training them and you hit the nail on the head, it's, it, 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 it don't be, don't be fearful, you know, give it a go. Um, and if you haven't got that ingredient, either leave it out or, or just look for something else. Um, and, you know, be, be creative and, and enjoy the process because you, you, you can bet your bottom dollar that the person eating it, is going to enjoy it so much more because you've cooked it um then it then it coming out of a packet or you know you know or or a a silver tray you've you've bought it you know frozen and you just put it in the oven and you'll you'll get the satisfaction you know the whole family get the satisfaction of home-cooked food you know Mm -hmm. absolutely sure of that and even if i know a lot of people say i never enjoy what i've cooked I think that's just sometimes a, a, a nervousness, but once you see everybody really enjoying it, and they will really enjoy it, um, it gives you so much confidence. Yeah, and, I think and it's that it just takes such a long time for you to cook, and you'd know that obviously being the chef. Yeah, and, and it takes yeah. two minutes to devour it. But the whole it, it point does. is actually to slow yeah. down when you eat that and be mindful and and really. Yeah take in take in the flavors um you know and use the meal time rather than watching tv to be mindful of what you're eating and connecting and communicating with the family over uh, think, a meal yeah i think it's it's really really important i mean i know it's um you say you know no phones at the table turn the tv off but they they, they it makes sense because um you know, the, these things uh, take away from conversation. You know, they, they, you know, if the TV's on, naturally your eyes um, gaze towards the TV. So, you know, by just sitting down 
with some home cooked food and just give yourself half an hour just to um, enjoy what you're eating and, 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 and chat. And it's amazing. Half an hour then turns into 45 minutes, isn't it? And then 45 minutes is, could be an hour. And, um, and all of a sudden you've, you've, you've connected um, either as a couple or a family. Um, and, and it is a great a good time. Habit. So you, and you put down a good habit. Yeah. Yeah. And as we know, like all you need to do is start with one thing. So it could, mm. it could literally be with starting to drink more water. And then because mm. you're now hydrated, you're feeling better that you now want to tackle making something, then you make something and you enjoy that. That makes you feel better. Now you want to exercise. Now you exercise and it, it can only spiral upwards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah again you, you've got it and it's it's building up isn't it? it's, if i go back to the onion it's just putting those layers on that <laughs> on that onion all the time and building it up um for for the better you know and and you'll feel so much better for it as well and, and it's and it, like anything yeah, yeah no, it's it, bro- breaking those barriers because as you said like we understand being at the age that we are i think it is that when you are younger you just you you probably aren't so mindful no that's not the right word to say because there are lots of young individuals that are mindful about their body but i'll speak from my experience i was um not really thinking about it like i think about my body now you know halfway through my life i'm more conscious about wanting to keep it fit and healthy than i was mm. when i was younger you you tend to yeah. treat your 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 body a bit like a garbage bin not everyone but but it can happen and you think you've got forever and i just think obviously like you say we we're, we're training people that are a little bit older um, they understand that, it, or there is a saying: when when you're younger, you'll chase um, wealth over health, and then when you get older, you'll chase health over wealth. And and it's that importance of understanding that you've only got one body, and you don't just want longevity; you want to to have a, a happy and health health filled life, feeling good without or minimal. Yes, aches and pains, as you said, are going to come. But, but feeling as best as you possibly can. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I, I really agree with that. And, um, and I think it's interesting at the moment as well. And I've been speaking to a lot of people and, and it's, it seems to be that we're going to be in this, you know, situation um, for the foreseeable future. A lot of people obviously having to work from home um, and they're tied to their computers and they're almost working harder at the moment than they were if they were getting up, going to work, coming back from work, um, and they're, they're, they're rooted to a chair in front of a screen for, for hours. Um, and I was just speaking to a lady this morning where she was, um, you know, on average, she, she was a teacher, or she is a teacher, sorry, and she would get through, you know, probably 9,000, 10,000 steps in a day just from walking to and fro from classrooms to staff room, the daily jobs you've got to do as a teacher. And now she's training or teaching online and she, she can sometimes just do two to 3000 steps. Um, and this is a massive change in a very short period of time. Um, and it's, and if we're not careful that, you know, it's only going to get worse for the moment because, um, you know, we're in this period that we're going to be for the foreseeable future. So we've got to find ways again of almost like unvelcroing ourselves from that chair. And, yeah. and moving and, and it's really really difficult i know it's really difficult but maybe you know as as uh, on, on the mindset and, the, and the, the mental health side of things that you know the the employers can be in in, in tune with the employees and the you know the heads being in, in in tune with the the teachers just to say okay how do we break this up a little bit you know do we almost like a lorry driver is only allowed to drive for a certain amount of hours before he's got to take a rest um, yeah. You know, maybe we should only have a certain amount of time in front of the screen before we've got a break and, and recharge, um, because it um, it can it can it can sap the energy from you. Well, sometimes you, you have do, to do less to to do more. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So it's interesting times at the moment. So, what three tips would you give uh, someone that's obviously in this predicament? You just said that that they're because some people are, are possibly haven't put the, the the two and two together. That oh my god, I'm not actually moving as much as I was. Yeah. Uh, so, what three tips would you give 
people that are now obviously they are w f h working from home um yeah. and you know it's a different lifestyle yeah to help them get back to some sort of balance what three tips would you give them yeah i think um and I, was, I was talking to my wife sue about it and she and she i thought she was really it was a really good point is that um by taking yourself away from the screen um you almost feel guilty for doing it because you're you're seemingly you've broken away from your your workplace as it were and i think that the biggest factor is 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 firstly don't feel guilty you know try and you've got to speak to somebody about it or just give yourself breaks if you and and however you know if that's every couple of hours or if that's every hour is pull yourself away from the screen if it's going to make a cup of tea or take a walk around the garden walk around the block or something like that um, and don't feel guilty about it and maybe then actually uh make that into a habit as well so you're you you know and and so first of all you don't feel guilty about it make it a habit and so and try and take your step count up to where it was when you were working um so if it is you know the eight to nine to ten thousand steps you know let's try and get it up to that to that target um i mean they say that's a daily target anyway so try and get to that daily target even starting the morning off you know try and do a little stretch class or something like an online stretch class or a little online hit or something like that maybe for 15 minutes 10 minutes doesn't have to be very long but that really does activate the body activate the brain you know you're going to be huffing and puffing you're going to be sweating a little bit um you know give yourself these little breaks because you know if you you were in in your normal working week maybe you would break at lunchtime and go to the gym or go to the gym after work or you'd meet with colleagues and do something like that and i think we just need to get back into giving ourselves a little bit more variation because at the moment the days are drifting into one another and the days and the weekends there's there's almost very little differential especially for the the school kids i think um i don't know if you you know uh, we've we've got a young one 12 and she's doing ever so well but i feel for her because you know school the school week and the weekend there's no difference at the moment and we've got to try and um create a difference routine and structure isn't it i mean that's the point isn't it we do actually love routine even though we might resist against it but as as animals if you think of the COVID-19 we, we're itching to get some sort of normality and routine back in uh, what is a not normal situation because yeah. we don't fare well out of routine and that's the thing it's that acknowledgement like as you said not to feel guilty but understand that when you put something into place like you're making promises to yourself and I, I find that um writing it down in a journal um so for me obviously like you said you mentioned the 10,000 steps uh, which I've pretty much hit anyway but I'm more than well aware that obviously sitting behind my desk as well working from home doing another job as well as my job um, uh, in fitness that I needed to keep up those steps so I've what I've done is gone out and made that a habit to get out early in the morning and, and walk and and that way you're winning the day straight off the bat because you've bagged so many steps and yeah and then writing it down so yeah it's that little thing of of telling yourself that you're keeping that promise so right i i literally will journal even though i'm a personal trainer i will write down ten thousand steps and i will tick that on there and say that you know that's done for the day so Mm. um ultimately it's remaining consistent with yourself and holding that promise and keeping yourself accountable. And then once you've done that uh, after seven days, then you start to think, well, I don't want to break that. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. So I, 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 I like, I mean, I've got a Fitbit and I, I, I follow it. I, I want to know how many steps I've done, um, how many minutes of activity I've, I've, I've put in. Um, and then at the, at the beginning of um, June, I just said to myself, all right, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to set myself, whether I do them in, in parts or in all in, try and do it all in one go. I want to do 50 sit-ups and 50 press-ups. Um, and I've been doing it every day through June so far. 
And well it, it's amazing what you say to it. As you say, you set yourself a little habit and a target. And then you say to yourself, as you go through the days, no, no, I'm going to keep doing this. Um, and so, you know, this morning, just before I, we, we, we spoke, I thought, I've got, I've got 10 minutes here. Let's go, let's go and do that. At least that's done then. Um, yeah. And by getting out first thing in the morning, you know, if you used to travel to London or you, you, you obviously commuted to work, you know, why not you, why not use that time to walk, to jog, to do something? Because it is, you know, that, that, was, that was your traveling time, but you're not traveling anywhere now. So let's put that to some use. And you, you feel so much better if, you've, if you put that to some use. And then as you say, you get into the habit, you want to keep that habit. And even if yeah. it's raining, just go out, you know, yeah. put a coat on. Definitely. As I say, there's, there's, there's no, such being, uh, no such thing as bad weather. It's just bad clothing. And, um, oh, very you know, like that. <laughs> yeah, so, so I'm, I'm looking at it, it's a bit windy and it's a bit wet out, you know, could be a bit of rain in there, but yeah, put a, put a, put a hat on, put a coat on, get out, you know, you half an hour. You still feel better for, for having yeah, done it. And definitely. sometimes they say you've got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable to, to do something and, um, you, you will feel so much better. You may mm. not like it at the time, but you know, it's guaranteed that you're going to get that, that serotonin level up and, and you know, you're doing an immeasurable amount of good for your body. Yeah. In that yeah. So, uh, everything that's happening under the hood. So, I, I mean, that's, there's some really good pointers, Luke. So I really appreciate that. I'd like to just finish up with um, just a couple of other questions though. So mm. obviously you came into this um, profession later in life as did I, where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? I, I'd, I'd like to take my the, the nutritional side forward. Um, let, let's say, not say more scientifically, but I'd, I'd like to. A lot of my obviously knowledge is, is through experience. Is try is maybe get some more upgraded qualifications in in the nutritional area. Um, maybe diabetes, um, because you know so much. Um, that you can help people with their diet to control or reduce or get rid of their diabetes. So I think, you know, these, the, those kind of really good book, actually, that yeah. I'm, I'm reading at the moment, mastering diabetes. Um, mm. So that's, that's definitely one. I'll, I'll give you the details of that. Yeah. Like you say, it's, it's people that, um, you know, that you can be pre-diabetic. So you can be not even aware that you're that close. So that's yeah. basically yeah. insulin resistant or border borderline. Um, and you, you can reverse it yeah and i mean i've and and they say just keeping this uh you know this this fitness this lifestyle going helping people own personal challenges myself i mean you know it wasn't it was only a couple of years ago i was saying to myself you know but i'm 50 you know and and now i think well i'm i'm only 52 and as you say is is just a number i mean I've started playing. I've started playing hockey and, and cricket again, which is a sports that I kind of gave up really in my early twenties. You know, because having a restaurant and, and working as a chef, you're always working weekends. So I'm back playing those sports again. And then you start saying to yourself, "Well, could I play?" Um, you know, because I know there are international teams for you know for over fifties, over sixties. And then you start saying, well, "Could I play international?" cricket could i play international hockey for the over 50s the over 60s love it and, why uh, not why not hey look you know and i think there are those things you just just give yourself a dream you know set yourself yeah. a little target and even if it doesn't come off what the hell at least you've you're tried still further you know, on than, than you're still further you on yeah. that's it and, I think, and that's you know, so inspiring to hear because obviously you're then gonna give uh, that you, you are that inspiration to your clients um you're that inspiration to that age group um our age group of saying that it's not over you, you know as they say i think you know like, you know um some of the greatest whether in inventors or prime ministers you know didn't even get into their you know truest vocation until they're 60 so yeah yeah that's right and don't, and be prepared. If I say to, to, to fail, I don't mean to say to fail, but if it doesn't quite work or you, you know, you don't, you know, you, you know what it's like. If you go out for a run, some days you feel absolutely rubbish. Other days you might feel a little bit better. Um, but if you have one of those days, you just, 
knock it on the head. Okay, move on. Um, and if you don't quite hit what you want to do, we'll just go back to it the next day. You know, never, just don't give up. Just don't, yeah. don't give up and ch- just keep chipping away because it's, um, it might feel like it's a mountain to climb, but, you know, just take it step by step and, and, and you get there. And it's the achievement. Um, and it's a great, you know, it's a lovely view, isn't it? Doesn't matter how high you go, you still get a lovely view. So um, just go for it, you know, and, and lose the fear if you can lose the, the fear factor because um, yeah, we're all very so I'm, I'm very self-conscious you know and sometimes you want to say just just go out and do it go out and that's do it that's another uh, reason why you're such a, a great inspiration because you're feeling the fear and doing it anyway and people go wow what you've you've changed your like you know same here changed your whole profession and like you say it's not that we're not we're no different to any of the others but we're just prepared to fail if that happens and 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 i've had to re-educate myself on that word failure that actually it's a good word because it, it actually teaches you so much more and as long as you keep going and as long as you learn and you evolve um and, and pick up that knowledge it's not actually the destination either because there never is it's the journey along the way that shapes you changes you and enlightens you so um yeah I think I mean, you should most, go for it. Go for it. Definitely. Yeah, go for it. I will. I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm enjoying the journey at the moment um, and, you know, helping people along the way as well. And if you can, I think that's, it's, it's just a great thing, isn't it? Just being able to be with somebody, uh, see where they are. And then day by day, week by week, you know, you can see those little changes and they make such a difference. Um, and if we can, you know, just pass on, pass on knowledge, uh, experience. Um, yeah, I think we're doing well, our you job. end up changing their lives. And, and that yeah. sounds like quite a, a bold statement, but it actually is true. Mm. It is true. So, Luke, where, where could people find out about you on social media if they want to know a little bit more? Obviously, we, with this one, we, we'll, we'll say that we've kept it local, as we have said, you know, we're in the um, you mentioned some of the, the areas so we are Bishop Stortford here um, so where, where can people find you on social media if they want to contact you? Yeah so I've got um, my Facebook page which is Luke Fishpool um, Fitness and Lifestyle um, or going to email me <laughs> um, I'm, not, I'm not as good as yourself on, on the social media you're a bit of a whiz um, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so, so kind of on my Facebook page um, and from there, you know, send me, send me an email or, you know, send me a text because the number's on there as well. Excellent. Excellent. Well, what I'll do is um, obviously when this episode gets uh, published, then um, we'll put that up so that people can obviously hear it and um, obviously contact you that way through that, the, the episode, because I'll add your details into the show notes. So I just want to say uh, thank you so much, Luke, for your time and for the tips and uh, advice that you've given, uh, given a different perspective from a chef's point of view, which is always oh, a pleasure. I've re- really enjoyed it. always yeah always interesting but thank you ever so much and all the best with your clients and i will catch you soon thank you very much cheers